Good to see you guys. Yeah, you too. It's, it's been a while. Like it's been a while. Yeah, Wednesday was an ugly... Uh, Wednesday was tough. We had to make a, <laughs> a roster move to AAA. Uh, we, started, we started Clay Holmes, yeah. or Ricky Davis. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys listen? I did. I, I, heard, I heard part of it. So I knew Tony would listen. I knew you wouldn't. Yeah. What were your thoughts, Tony? <laughs> I, I thought Dalton was a... He was, was a triple-A guy. Yeah, it was a good first show for him. I thought so, I, too. I wouldn't compare him to Rookie Davis. That no, no, a, yeah. He came up and gave a good spot start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I you know, I appreciate him, and I hope we have him on sooner. Yeah, I mean, he's, sleep, he's sleeping right now, so... <laughs> he might come out. It would be a real shame if we woke him up. He got, he got home at, like, 7 in the morning today. Or I was I was up at like seven thirty and he came home. Those from, are my hours, right? He was at uh, IUP this past weekend, so oh, he had to drive a buddy to the airport. So the he's, Cookie Monster. He's he's he was out, out being the Cookie Monster I at uh, so. IUP. I guess so. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get started. Way up, way up we go. Been up and down that road. Way up, way up, oh no, we gon' burn the whole house down. Watch me. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Underpaid and Overrated Podcast. I'm Noah Hiles. I'm Michael Garr. And I'm Tony Harpell. And fellas, we have the best two words in sports coming up this week. Game 7 of the Stanley Cup player. Every Game 7 that you could hope for. So that would be NHL, NBA, and MLB. What one do you want most? Is it Stanley Cup? This is the first one since 2011. Is it World Series? Is it NBA Finals? Scar? Uh, I think it's Stanley Cup for me because I think the Stanley Cup playoffs are the best in all of sports. Um, I think a lot of people are going to say NBA because I think a lot of, there are a lot more NBA fans than NHL fans. But honestly, I think, this, like I said, the Stanley Cup playoffs are the best. And I think we've had a really good series between the Bruins and This has and been a very good series. I think we have some good storylines. We have a city who has been uh, just so hungry for a Stanley Cup. They've never seen it before versus probably the most gifted sports city in the last 20 years, which is really frustrating. And sure sure enough, the Bruins are probably going to win. It's going to suck. But, hey, we got something going here. Yeah, uh, I agree with Gar, the hockey player in me. I enjoy watching you're good, you're uh, live hockey. And I don't know, like it, I feel like a Game 7... In an NHL environment, there's just nothing better. Uh, it's fast-paced. You know there's going to be a lot of hard hits. Uh, you know they're going to leave it all out on the line. And hockey players are known. Like, even if they get hurt, they're going to go out and play. So, you know, these guys are battered up, and they're still going to figure out, give us a good game to watch. I'm hoping the Blues pull it out. I remember in the beginning of the series, Noah had them completely written off, and the mm-hmm. Bruins were going to win. But they, they took it to seven. And uh, I hope they, they finish it out. I think what happened uh, in Game 6 is, you know, they were home. They were you know, they were about to bring the Stanley Cup home. They almost were already celebrating the Stanley Cup win before they even won it. So I think they're going to go away. We've seen this happen with the Penguins before. You know, lose at home, go away, and win the Cup there. So I think that's what we're going to see in Game 7. Um, I will disagree with both of you. I think the best Game 7 in sports is baseball, personally. I just think, because there's so much strategy, compared to hockey, where every single person plays, I guess you could switch up the lines, and I like the dynamic of guys like Chara playing with a broken jaw, just mm-hmm. everyone just kind of running together on duct tape and 
bubblegum, really, just, mm-hmm. like, trying to get through. Mm-hmm. But I love the dynamic of the strategy that goes into a Game 7 baseball game, like Madison Bumgarner coming in in Tuesday's rest to give five innings of relief. Or, I, I do like that. Or, like, yeah. you know, or, like, the, the last Game 7 was Astros-Dodgers. The starter for the Astros went two innings. But then they, like, go to Charlie Morton yeah. for the, the save, a guy who's never had a save in his career. Right. Like, stuff like that. I, I, that's why I like baseball because there's just so much more interesting strategy behind it. But as far as the gameplay itself and its intensity, basketball is cool for a Game 7, but you pretty much see elimination basketball at the collegiate level for an entire month. Yeah. So while the buzzer beaters and like the Kyrie Irving moments are, are awesome, there's so, it, it's just so rare to see this in hockey where yeah. the pace of play for the last month, two months really, it's, the, the playoffs are so long, and the Bruins went to seven games in their first series, and then uh, they had a pretty easy ride after that. But you look on the other side, the Blues went deep in a lot of series, and so they basically have played half of another season. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're all hurt. Uh, some of them are even injured. And uh, yet they're going to be skating faster than ever. Every shot has a lot more meaning. I know we, of the... Four Stanley Cups that we've watched the Penguins play in growing up. I mean, there's the one they obviously won, and I just there's just so much unpredictability that comes with it. The Max Talbot, you know, two goals. Who would have ten years ago Wednesday? Yeah, who would have who would have ever guessed that it would be him? I I think of the other Stanley Cup playoff game sevens that we've been old enough to you know remember watching. The Chris Kunitz goal is obviously Mm -hmm. one rust. Having a goal against Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay yep. uh, he had two of the, yeah, both of the goals. goals yeah. yeah, so I mean that game sevens game. are where legends are really made. It's yeah. rarely the superstar who comes through. So don't I mean, it's just fun. Yeah. Any, literally, they say it, it's cliche, but I, anything yeah. can happen. I do. I like. Uh, I think I do. MLB is a close segment for me because it's every pitch you are just on the edge, on of, your the edge of your seat and you're just nervous and it's. <clears throat> and we've had so many game sevens in the World Series recently. Yeah. 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 Um, for me, it's like, it's, I think it, what I guess what I like is the different paces for hockey and baseball. Baseball's mm-hmm. so slow, and it gives you time almost to just, you're just it's like over, a horror movie. Yeah, it is like a horror movie. You're overthinking everything. You're just, you're waiting around. One pitch is a strike, one pitch is a ball, and you're just sitting on the edge of your seat, and you're just waiting and waiting. And in hockey, you're just constantly sweating, mm-hmm. and you don't even you don't even have time to register what happened because it's going back and forth so much. And again, it's like it's I think so. I think it benefits hockey that it's so fast paced in a game seven that makes it great. And I love the slow pace of baseball in general. And I and I like the fact that game seven you're waiting and what's going to happen next and everything. So yeah, baseball's a close second. For yeah, me. and like I said, like we've had so many game sevens in the World Series recently, yeah. where the Giants and the Royals had the one where uh, Alex Gordon hit the triple. And like with yeah. two outs, yeah. and they should have waved him home. And then uh, I believe it was the year later, it goes into extra innings between the Cubs and, and the, the Indians and the rain delay. That was two years later. Two years, two years later. later. Yeah, you're right. So I mean, just yeah, it's pandemonium. Yeah. And then, uh, but this is the first first game seven in the Stanley Cup final since 2011. Boston Bruins. Then uh, Tony, hockey guy here. Uh, Let's break down the game now. Who do you like in this one? Are the Bruins going to win another Game 7, keeping the tradition alive? So I I, I think that the Bruins, um, they have the experience. I, you know, I think they should, on paper, they should be the team that wins. But it's something, there's something about this Blues team, the resilience that they have, um, kind of like the, they almost have like a fuck it mentality. Like, wow, I can't even believe we're here. 
let's you know let's go try to win this thing now we have nothing to lose and i mean we saw what they've been doing at boston like they they're not scared it's not like boston's crushing them they i think they did in what was the game 2 they want boston game, won like 7-2 or was no, it, game? it was game one. They jumped out two nothing and then lost four to two. Game two, they won in overtime. Boston crushed them in game, game three, three on their home ice. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the game I was thinking of. Yeah. Everyone thought, okay, when they come to Boston, like there's no chance. Mm-hmm. And then game four, they they st- they steal one from them. Well, no, it was the, the series started in Boston. Oh, that's right. That's so, right. So, but Boston each, beat them. Each team's won two road games. Yes. 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 The series started in Boston, and St. Louis jumped out swinging, and then the Bruins outplayed them for the final two periods significantly. The second game, the Blues outplayed Boston the entire game. Mm -hmm. Then the Blues, uh, but Boston hung around. The Blues won it in overtime on a delayed penalty. They got the the game winner. They got crushed on their home ice. First Stanley Cup game in St. Louis in 50 years in game three. Game four, they came back and won. Game five, they won in Boston. In game six, they get crushed. so there's your recap. Gar, <laughs> Thanks, no. what do you think of Game 7? Look. Tony says it's going to be the Blues' magic. You agree? Okay, I want the Blues, and I think they have magic. I think they've had a great second half, obviously. They were dead last in January, and here they are. Uh, and even the coach said, like, if you told me four months ago I'd be playing in a Game 7, I would have taken that every day. Well, that's great, but you're playing the Boston Bruins, and Boston hasn't had a bad moment in 20 years. And I think of a couple. I mean... Okay, generally speaking. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there's the bomb. The bomb. Okay. <laughs> they, they, had a, they had a straight pride parade <laughs> like Sports. two days ago. Sports-wise. <laughs> sports world. They call a whole bunch of, you know, Adam Jones, a okay. whole bunch of names. Yeah, I can think of some negative Boston moments if you want to go there. Sport, but it, Sports-wise, yeah. in, terms of, in terms of championships, they've won a ton more than anyone else. And it's, it's going to be Boston. It's going to be Boston. And it's going to suck. And it's going to suck. And I hate it. And God, I hope the Blues win. And then we have this Pam Jim feud. Apparently, Jim, I don't know if they're both trying to go to the game together or what the deal is. But that's kind of another. Apparently, side. John Ham. John Ham. He shaved, shaved his, his beard, beard before Game Six, like a fool. Well, cost. I'm telling you, if man, that costs, the Blues end up losing, it's on that, him. Yeah. And like, like I get it. Some people don't believe in superstitions. I that's one of those things where like you, you just with you it. just don't mess Hawk with. Hawk is a very superstitious. Especially uh, if you're showing off your beard. Yeah, exactly. First day, first day of my life I ever shaved. Game seven of the 2009 Stanley Cup Finals. Really? Mm-hmm. Because I just thought. I mean, first day ever, I had a little dirt stash. First day you shaved? Of my life. I was like <laughs> in eighth grade, and oh, okay. I, I don't know how yeah. old I was, like okay. middle school. Before game seven? Before game seven, okay. I thought, we need to wipe the slate clean. Goodness gracious. <laughs> and I just shaved Man, my mustache. Wow, that going was into tr- And they won. And I, I just remember the like, whole time, like, oh my God, <laughs> like when they shot the puck and Flurry drove in front of us. <laughs> this isn't on me. Goodness um, but yeah, that was a psycho move by 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 John Hamm. You made uh, it this far, man. Just, Game six, you couldn't yes. wait two more days. I agree. So, but analysis wise, I think Game six showed why the Bruins have had the edge pretty much against every team they've played in the playoffs, and that's with their experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're this is an old team. Yeah. I mean, their captain's forty two years old. He can't even talk, uh, and like they have a lot of other guys who just have a ton of experience. A lot of guys who have a ring, who've been to two Stanley Cups. And they showed that, like, 
they're not afraid in an elimination game. Their goalie has been probably the best player in the playoffs, can, like out of any team. I, I mean, I thought Couture had an amazing playoff run with San, uh, San Jose, but Tuka Rosk has been great. But the other goalie is going to be the reason why the St. Louis yeah. Blues win the yeah, Stanley Bennington's Cup. Bennington, look at his numbers in games after he allows a lot of goals. Yeah. He got pulled uh, in game three, mm-hmm. game four. What probably his best game of the mm-hmm. series? Game five in Boston, two to two series. He needed to stand on his head. He, he did, got the yeah. job done. Sure, the refs helped him win that game, but still, but still, for a rookie to be doing this, a rookie who was drafted in 2011, by the way, just a very weird path. Yeah, and De- definitely, he's definitely not your Matt Murray type of rookie <laughs> winning, a, a, looking to win a Stanley Cup. But I like. If he wins, he will set the playoff record for most uh, playoff wins by a by, goal yep. there. Yeah, wow. he's tied right now with 15, and obviously 16. Trivia question: yeah. Who was the starting goalie for the Penguins in Game One of the 2016 Stanley Cup? Mr. Game One, Jeff Sackoff. There we go. Yep. There you go. All right. I was wondering if you both knew that. Or not. <laughs> After right. he said it, I was I I wasn't gonna say Jeff Sackoff. Yeah. yeah. Makes you feel better. Yeah, I was at that game. <laughs> All right. So. You got St. Louis? Yes, I have St. Louis. I have St. Louis. Gar's got Boston. I think, I mean, although I want St. Louis. <laughs> if I was putting money on it, I would definitely put again put it on Boston because, like Gar said, I mean, you got to just bet on him until it starts to not work. Yeah. Every although, now and then. Last, I will say this. Last two, uh, last two game sevens in the Stanley Cup final, row team won both. Boston in 2011 and then Pittsburgh in 2009. There we go. So. So yeah, I'm not counting St. Louis out. I think it's going to be a good game. I mean, chances uh, of I, I hope it's not a blowout. Chance, We've seen a couple blowouts. Chances of a riot in uh, San uh, St. Louis. I don't think St. Louis oh, or, yeah. or Boston. I don't know if they're Boston like, won't riot. Boston won't. They're used Boston's to it. Boston's going to walk out casually. Like no, nah, they'll they'll right. beat the shit out of when, anyone when in the, the stadium when that's the, a Blues when fan. The, yeah. When do the Patriots kick off? No, I'm saying if they win, they'll just casually like, yeah. walk out. Be like, okay. We did this. We, we yeah. knew this was going to happen. I mean, how many games back are the Red Sox right now? Like, when do they make the playoffs? And then the Patriots will kick off. Mm-hmm. Just being never also, the, the Stanley Cup has been won by the road team. Like they, the how team far that back won does it, that go? It goes far back. Because like, I was thinking about it. Only three years. Capitals, three years, both yeah. the Penguins. But before that, it was the, all... Chicago, the Hawks won at home. won at home in 15. Okay, so then 16, 17, 18. Okay. And I think L.A. won at home in 14. And I know LA won at home in twelve. Okay. So so <laughs> he's got he's got the Bruins. So we'll move on to the other championship series going on right now. Uh, game five of the NBA Finals. You will know the result of this game uh, by the time this podcast comes out. So this will be interesting to see our analysis on it. Everyone's some saying of the stuff that Kawhi has. Some of these videos. These out, oh, what, what's the interview? Did you see the interview? Or not the interview, the uh, press conference question? Oh, uh, the Canada question? <laughs> yeah, they're... Well, they, well, did you, you see this? What do you think this will do for Canada? Or yeah, well, like what saw, do you think this championship yeah, will mean to this, the entire did, nation of Canada? Right, you saw what it did for San Antonio when you won back there and how it affected the community and everything. What will it do for the country of Canada? <laughs> Pauses <laughs> one second, goes, you'll have to ask someone from Canada. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, I don't know. <laughs> and then, did you see the origami thing I retweeted the other day? I mean, oh that's amazing. Quite quickly becoming my one of my his, favorite. His players. stock is <laughs> like going I, through like the roof. The board, the board man, man gets paid is incredible. The the, 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 the fake story about apples 
Did you see that? I didn't see that one. Uh, there's like a fake. It's not real, but it's, it's not real. No, that one. He goes out. It's like when he played in San Antonio. He and Coach Pop and the Spurs all went out to eat at this like really nice steakhouse, yeah. and they're all ordering like hundred dollar steaks, sure. and they're like, "Why? What do you want?" He pulls out a bag of apples, <laughs> and he goes, "The apple man eats," <laughs> and he just like, no way, that's yeah, good. it's not real, but like um, they're making shirts about it, like oh, apple man, or I forget, it's like apple man, apple man, <laughs> and like he just like they said like he took a bite of the apple and just kept whispering to himself, apple man, or something like that. <laughs> even like, though it's a little far fetched. Yeah, that's but funny. like everyone, it was believable pretty, though. Bro. Yeah, because like again, this dude is like Kawhi's, yeah, quickly becoming. One of my favorites. He's, I mean, I knew I always liked him. I always liked. Well, have him, you? Did you? Did you read the stories? Like when he was in San Jose or San Jose, San Antonio, um, like he used to drive around like a nineteen ninety nine car, like I it. that he had like from high school or whatever, because yeah, he just it. grew up so poor. He was yeah. like, I'm not blowing my money. Yeah. And then he had a roommate that was like one of his college teammates that didn't go pro. They shared an apartment together, and they got in a fist fight one time because he found out his roommate stole his Wing Street coupons. What? Yes, like like the dude is just dude. <laughs> wild. I, wanna hang, I would. How much would you pay to hang out with Kawhi for a day? Oh, not much. I mean, I'll. I'll I, I, I pretty I'd dry. Pay, I'd pay no, more than. Here's the, the thing, Garth. It's better that we don't know him because I feel like it's like once you like they, the saying, "Don't meet your heroes." Yeah, maybe, Kawhi maybe, is the oh, golden standard. Yes. Do right. not meet him because like that. you would meet him and like you would just sit there and like. Almost. Like, look for something funny yeah, to happen, and he'd just be happen. like, it he would just happen. pretend you wouldn't be there. Yeah. Like, he'd be like, yeah. all right, cool. Um, so, I guess, since we're talking about him, if if they win in five here, is Kawhi the best player in in the world? Does this cement it? Does, does uh, he pass KD? Does he pass LeBron? Is he, he the, the best? No. I don't think so. He's I think he was the best player in the world this playoff series, like, this playoff why, season. Why isn't he the best player in the world he, would be my question. Then. To me, it's Durant, and I think because of his injury, I think we're seeing, and look, maybe the Warriors dynasty is just done. I mean, you know, Clay got hurt one game, and that cost him for sure. But Steph I think it's is and, a bitch. And, <laughs> I, I think it's clear that Durant right now is the best player in the world, and that includes LeBron. Um, I would put LeBron probably second, and Kawhi a very close third for me. I disagree. And then I'd say like, and then I say like, Giannis fourth. I think if Kevin Durant now we might have the luxury Durant, of finding. Durant is just such a beast. We might have the luxury of finding this out, but I don't think Kevin Durant could do what Kawhi Leonard has done this year by going to Toronto or a team in the East. And again, there's a very solid chance that he has. He will probably he does, prove me yeah. wrong this next season. But go to a franchise. That has a first-year head coach that has never been to an NBA Finals and in one season take down one of the most dominant dynasties in NBA history. Five straight Finals appearances, three straight titles in a row. I get that it was without KD, but you have one of the best coaches in the game. You have two, probably three, maybe even four if you're counting Boogie, Hall of Famers still in that roster. Not all of them were healthy the whole time, but that's a team that has played collectively, let's see, it went 6, 7, so that's 13, then 5 is 18, plus 4 is 22 finals games as that core together compared to that Raptors team that has played none. So what he's done, he is in a company now, he's had, I believe, 16 30-point games in the playoffs. That's Michael Jordan and uh, I forget the other guy who did it, but like, it it's... 
Oh, Kobe, I think. Uh, that makes sense. It's 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 insane. I don't it's know if KD. I don't know if KD could do it. I don't know. I mean, I if I mean, you got without a but, second yeah, superstar. Sec- remember, you're. I understand it's these playoffs and everything, but as a whole, I mean, big picture, it's still Durant for me, and I think Durant could take a team in the East relatively far if he was healthy 100. percent I mean, the Raptors aren't a terrible team to begin with. I understand Kawhi's, you know, the leader and everything, and they're not, you know, the no. Warriors or anything, or the, you know, really any team in the West like the Rockets or anything like that, but. Uh, and Kawhi's a beast and all that stuff, and you could say he's carrying him fine, but look, these guys are still pretty good. Who's their second best player? The Raptors. It's got to be Kyle Lowry, right? Okay, and name then, me a team. Then, no, but here. No, but, and then and then I'd say, like, what, Marcus Gasol? Marcus Gasol, yeah. yeah. Gasol's a hell of a player. And Siakam's Siakam, playing really Siakam, well. Siakam has Siakam's to be up. Like okay, so, but sneaky, my yeah. thing is, I mean, they're not name good. me the last team to win an NBA Finals where their second best player was worse than Kyle Lowry. Dallas Mavericks, maybe. Yeah, yeah probably. Mavericks. So two, yeah, we're going, we're going eight years back, and this, yeah. in this, quote, this league, in this NBA that we play now, you need two Hall of Fame top ten players in the world to win a championship, and the Warriors still have that without KD gone. Clay's borderline top ten, top fifteen, mm. and the fact that this dude is doing it the old school way, just a superstar and a good team built around him. I don't know. I mean, KD had his whole first however many years with like two really good players, and then you know Harden became a superstar, and then Russ became a superstar next to him. He couldn't do it, and until he does that, I say I give Kawhi. If it's not LeBron, it's Kawhi Leonard. Tony, uh, I'm going with LeBron James. Uh, I don't have the numbers with me. I was actually looking them up, but uh, if you look at LeBron's. Uh, run against Golden State two years ago when he won versus KD or Kawhi's numbers this year, this playoffs. It I mean, LeBron crushes them game by game. Tony, I hate to interrupt you, but we have some breaking news. Beep beep boop boop beep beep boop beep 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 Alright, breaking news. Tony Parker. Did I do that right or did I Yeah you nailed it, you nailed it. Tony Parker retires. Wow. That's crazy. Yes. Guess we could see that coming though. I forgot the skip. Who did he play for this season? Um, was it the Hornets? Yeah, Probably the Hornets. Yeah. All right, cool. That's all I have to say. Tony, go back to what you're doing. <laughs> well, no, I was just pretty much saying that. Uh, I mean, what Kawhi's doing is very impressive, and I, I know like our society today is all about in the moment, like what's happening right now. But when you like look at the big picture, look at what LeBron did two years ago. Even though he had Kyrie. Like, his numbers, he literally carried the team. Even last year when they lost, the fact that he got them to the finals, what he did to get them to the finals yeah, was, was so absolutely insane. Yeah. And I know that was last season, not this season, but uh, I just think that LeBron just has so much uh, history of him literally taking over games in being like the game best seven player. against Boston in the Eastern Conference Final. Exactly. There, that's one of my favorite that games Boston ever. That Boston team sucked, though. Yeah, but that's still... That, yeah. Just in general, a side note, I love great performances on the road. I love shutting up Yeah, where you just shut up a crowd. Of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. I love that. Exactly. And my, and like Damian Lillard, when he hit the sh... Yeah, he, I mean, yeah. whatever whatever sport. I mean, if you shut up a crowd, I think that's so much cooler than being in front of your home crowd mm-hmm. and having people I agree. And I, I mean, that 
that game is like a very memorable game. Even though it wasn't the finals, it wasn't to win a championship, it was just like just, this was LeBron like, showing like, hey, I'm the greatest player like, in the world. It's yeah, it's it's like it's like he just LeBron it's just like a freaking lion, just like just asserting like I am the fucking king of this yeah, jungle, yeah, and yeah. like I will take down any yeah. anyone who comes near me. Yeah, and, and like, that's why and that's why I have him second still over Kawhi. And I'm not and I'm sure I don't know if KD could do what LeBron could do. I just but think, I think right now best player in the world right now to me to me is still Durant. LeBron is, is I think LeBron's prime is what we saw those last two, three years in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I don't think he will ever be able to match that again. Mm-hmm. I think he's still very good, probably still top two, top three. Uh, but yeah, Kevin Durant, I just don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know he's probably, the, I will say Kevin Durant is probably the most talented player in the world. Mm-hmm. But there, and he, you know, they miss him in clutch situations, no doubt, and ha- being able to get buckets. But just... Kawhi's, if we're doing the resume game, yeah, he doesn't have the longest resume compared to LeBron or KD, but, I mean, this dude ended a dynasty with the Spurs. He, like, shut down the Miami Heat, sent LeBron packing, almost killed Chris Bosh, you know, and then, <laughs> and then you people forget, if that dude didn't get injured against Golden State in the conference finals, was it 2016? Or 2017. He got hurt. And that's when that series shifted. There was a good chance that the Spurs were going to take them down to the wire that year. I mean, that was a very good Spurs team that, like, had Golden State. I mean, it was going to be a good series. But then he got hurt. I forget who hurt him. It was that guy who, like, all... Like, they created a rule for him. It's like the space rule. And it's Cantor? Yeah. Was it Cantor? No, it wasn't Cantor. I forget. It was someone... Um... I don't know. I, it was it was your he, it was it was it can't I don't think it was Cantor though or maybe it was he it, the guy whoever it was he yeah jumped, yeah and that's what they have the, and, like went into yeah him. that's why they have the closeout rule now yeah um so and then he sits out a year in San Antonio and I mean that team is not the same and then he goes that's why I like Kawhi two way player can score and um yeah I just got to give it to him so if he wins if he wins Toronto this championship. Be it in five games, six games, or seven games, he's the top dog. There was that moment. Zaza. He, Zaza Peculi. Yep, that's it. Uh, everyone reverts back to that moment where LeBron, they, they say he became the best in the game. It was that game against the Pistons when he was in Cleveland. He scored 25 straight points mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. That moment, I think if we watch Kawhi win his team a championship and de- dethrone the Warriors and they disband and everything, that's. That's Kawhi's moment. I don't know. I mean, he's going to be a different type of king. Fair enough. We're pretty much yeah. putting Bran Stark in the freaking throne. <laughs> Not that you guys would understand that, but nope. yes. So, Kawhi. However, KD's back. We haven't seen the game. If you had, Is he would, pl- He's playing for sure. They're, they're assuming he does. Okay, well, we'll do it this way. If he does play and the Warriors win game five, what, what's the prediction now? Things get interesting. Here's what's get if he if he comes back and plays and and let's just say you know let's look forward and say he plays and they win the next three games he's gonna win the finals MVP. He's the best player in the world and the best player in the world and he'll win finals MVP and hundred percent. How many how many finals MVPs have, have they had games. where they've only played three of the I seven games? Hey, listen to this. Your boy Noah, fifteen dollar bet. 
on KD to win Finals MVP. Oh, the odds are probably crazy. Pay out three hundred ninety bucks. Really? Mm-hmm. I bet that's crazy. Did you do that? You I did. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I did yeah. it this morning. Nice. And that that's the odds fantastic. were a lot higher that's, last night. I should have did it last. Because if they come, if they come back and win these next three games, and he played these, these are the only three games that he played. It's clear let, that he is yeah. the most valuable player. It was very clear, like mm-hmm. they needed him to win. Yeah. No, I echo what you're saying. I think if he does play and if they win this, if they steal this, which you know they're capable of doing, mm-hmm. uh, then yeah, things get interesting because then the real Warriors are showing up, and you you go to Game Six, and that crowd's going to be fired up. Last game ever not, in Oracle. Not easy to win on the road. Uh, I know Toronto did it twice, but again, it's a different team. And then you go to Game Seven, and man, anything can happen. You, it's way down the line. Yeah, you're exactly. That's what I'm it. saying. You ever I'm just saying, if you're Toronto, you want to end this as now. Quickly you need kill it, it now. now. Kill it. Kill it now. It's, it's it literally like 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 you should like Thanos, and you should have went for my head. Like that's it. Because <laughs> like Katie puts that glove on, and you just you never half you never the know. league doesn't you matter. Know. Uh, know. No, but um. You guys ever see the thirty for thirty on the Boston Red Sox coming yeah. back? Yep. There's the interview. I forget who Kurt Schilling was talking to, but it was a reporter from the Boston Globe. They're down three zero to the Yankees, and he said, "Or no, it wasn't Kurt it's Schilling. Kevin Millar. Kevin Millar. Oh, Kevin Millar. And he said, "Do not let us win tonight." He said, "Put us to bed tonight." He says, "Because he said, do not let the Sox win tonight." Because he goes. Game five, we got Kurt, we got Pete Pedro Martinez. Yeah. Game six, you got Kurt Schilling. And, and game happen. seven, anything can yeah, happen. Exactly. And he was dead on accurate. David Ortiz walks to, it off. And game five, and, or game four that's and true. five, Kurt Schilling, bloody sock. Game six, game seven, they fucking crushed you give them. them. You and the give Bronx. a team like the Warriors. You give them a second better, breath. Who were better than that Red Sox team. Yeah. You give this uh, team that Red Sox team was loaded, though. They were loaded, I understand. But this Warriors team has been here before. They've already won, what, three? Three titles in the last four years. Yes, they if they win this, they are complete. If you give dynasty. them any momentum, if you give them any kind of confidence, watch out. That's it's it's literally like it a horror so film. End, so you end it. You exactly. You, it's exactly a scary right movie. You're you're yelling, players. kill that villain now. Yeah. Cut their head off. Throw Finish the body it. in the bottom of the ocean and yeah. burn the remains. Yeah. You can't let them breathe one right. second. Right. You've got to play like you're down three to one right. in this game because right. you're at home. Like you said, if this shit goes back to Oracle. I mean, I don't see them winning an Oracle. Yeah, I mean, well you literally got to think because it's yeah. the same thing. Uh, the last, the only time ever NBA Finals history, three-one lead. There was the shift change in momentum. Draymond gets kicked out. LeBron mm-hmm. and Kyrie each go for forty-two mm-hmm. in Game Five. They come back to Cleveland in Game Six, and then you you lose two eliminate. You lose two closeout games in a row. Now you're doubting yourself. This is a team that. Has reason to doubt itself because it's never aside from Kawhi who doesn't really. I don't think he ponders really anything. Uh, <laughs> but like this is a, this is a team that's gotten its own head before in the postseason. Yeah. This is a first year head coach in a city that has notoriously been associated with choking in the NBA curse. playoffs. Drake. And People that's what I was gonna say. Curse, the Drake man. curse everyone, stuff is gonna come up. The media is gonna be talking about. It's, yes. it's in the Every, thing about it is too. It's not baseball where the next day we will see you tomorrow night. This shit, if the, if the Raptors lose two games in a row and it goes to seven, they're going to have a week of lingering bad juju around them. Just get, get it out of my head, get it out of my head. It is the longest icing of the kicker you will see. And 
They, I hope they win tonight. I was going to say, what's going to be funny is they'll probably win tonight in and this our is last not gonna five matter. to ten minutes it's that we just talked about. Yeah. isn't even yeah. going to matter. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, if they win tonight, congrats, Toronto. If, if, one last thing on this topic. <laughs> if if they do, like, if KD somehow pulls this out, they go three, like, that's just, it's like storybook. This is like so written, like, of course, KD comes back when there's an elimination game. Of course, oh my God, he goes. <laughs> Look at this sleepy, sleepy beauty. But like, just like all, all of this. If it all happens the way the Warriors like to win, to win the championship, if it happens their way, like it just, it's almost like it was a story, like written. Like KD comes back, elimination game. He goes off the next three games. He wins the Finals MVP. Like you can't. I don't know. It's just one last. It's almost story. written. It's, it doesn't seem like a real. It doesn't seem like a real ending, but it, it's probably going to happen because that's how the Warriors... One last storyline. That's what happens with the Warriors. Katie doesn't play a game in this series. Regardless of the outcome, how does that affect his legacy? Uh, it doesn't. He was I think people look at him and say, like, bitch. oh, he, he's trying no. to I don't see wait him. for free agency. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, and I don't care. He's got his title. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of slimy to begin with to go to the Warriors like that, but you know what? <laughs> Can't beat him, join him. I, exactly, and I don't... You know, this doesn't... So this sounds underdog versus uh, the top dog on the block. Uh, Similar story took place on the mean streets of Twitter this past week. Yeah. Here, um, we'll go real quick into this one. I took on Mark Madden. I heard. Uh, I I read. Yes. Um, (laughs) This is front page on the Post-Gazette. It wasn't, was it? Yeah, it was. Shut up. (laughs) Okay, I was going to say, I thought this was a funny story. Um, I just want to tell you how this happened. So I record this video for Pittsburgh Sports Live, right? I'm just doing my thing, talking about Rookie Davis, just trying to get some on-camera experience. And I had nothing else to do for the rest of the day. So I start driving Uber. And I pick, I pick the dude up in Wexford. I'm driving him to East Carson Street. So you got, you got some time. Yes, I'm driving him to Jack's, specifically Jack's on East Carson Street. So it's a long ride, right? Five minutes into this ride, I see a Twitter DM pop up from one of the guys who works at Pittsburgh Sports Live. Says, hey man, don't worry at all what Mark Madden said about you in that video. I'm literally just thinking, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like, and like, it's not one where like, I can pull over and right. read, and you I definitely go. can't look on my phone while right. I'm driving someone else. <laughs> right, right. So the whole time, I'm just thinking like, what the yeah. What the fuck and now did you're he say? Like uh huh. And like, and it's like five stuff. o'clock, so like, it's taken forever oh, to get sucks. there. So like, I mean, I'm literally like, my knuckles are white. Yeah. And like, holding onto the wheel. Right. Just, just couldn't, couldn't fathom what Could this. Could this guy tell that you were looking a little? Nah, he sick? was just oblivious. Yeah, okay. So, uh, I mean, he gave me a nice tip though. I appreciate this That's guy. Good, so I, I dropped him <laughs> off. Um, and then there's that parking lot right by, like, Fatheads. You know what I'm talking about? It's, like, right across the street sure, yeah, on the other sure, side. Yeah. So I park there, and I just go on my phone, and I see he, like, retweeted my video and yeah. basically, like, called me a Mark, a fanboy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm about to get flamed on Twitter by all of Mark Madden's supporters and everything. So I chirp back at him, and then he retweets me and basically says, like, you need to learn. But before, after I chirped back, I was so worked up, I went into Fatheads and just, like, got a beer i'm like i gotta calm down <laughs> and then he chirps back at me again and we go back and forth a couple times on twitter and then my dad calls me and was like hey you're we're, we're like having a going away party for like your sister yeah like 
your dinner because she's like moving to Florida for she got a, like a job. She graduated college, so I'm driving there to go meet them for dinner, and I'm listening to a show. I'm like, I hope this guy doesn't talk about me on a show. <laughs> and then he actually talked about me. He said some nice things, um, but it was a very scary experience altogether because <laughs> you just don't know. Like Mark Madden, like doesn't really hold anything back. His fans don't. And either. his fans are brutal. Actually, for the most part. The general public on Twitter kind of backed me up. Yeah, I saw that. They were saying some nasty things to him, which I didn't appreciate. I didn't want. But overall, um, did you guys see this before I pointed it out to you? And what were your thoughts? I didn't. Um, I saw the the Twitter beef. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I I saw the Twitter beef, right? Let me tell you something real quick. Anytime you you don't want to fight with someone online, just go, just type, veggies on my dinner plate, no beef. (laughs) All right, guard. That's all nice. That's all you gotta say. I think if Noah is that a rap lyric? No. If, if Noah would have tweeted that Works to Mark Madden, I don't think Mark Madden's fans would have been standing up for Noah. After no. that. I'd be backing him up. No, I saw the, the I saw the original tweet of from Pittsburgh Sports Live, and I was like, okay, Noah's doing you know doing a video for them. And literally, as I'm scrolling down, almost two tweets later, it's Mark Madden's response to it. I'm like, oh, no, here we go. And then I'd love to see that you were responding. I thought I kept my composure pretty well. You did. I didn't go after. I it was fine. I don't even think when you you said you chirped back at him, I think you just defended yourself and you didn't even come after. You didn't chirp at him. There are a lot worse things Madden goes after or whatever, and there have been a lot worse altercations. Yeah, well, like, that's my thing. It's like, I didn't want to to be the guy like my first inclination was because he had a problem with the background it was yeah. a pirate show rather than filming it with a white wall in the background i hung a jolly roger in two jerseys me and gar he talked kept about saying this. he kept saying penance and stuff and it's like it's a pirate show dude like i thought it i mean like he has a whole bunch of penguins deck i mean everyone was tweeting him like yeah, pictures of like his penguin sure, stuff sure. i don't know what you wanted me to do there but so like my first instinct was going to say, maybe if I had some freaking Lisa Ann posters in the background, you wouldn't have a problem with this, Mark. But I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Uh, I And it actually ended up, you know, like I said, he said some nice things about me on the air, which was crazy considering A, yeah. where we work, where his number one competition, right, right, right. Uh, and B, um, I work for the fan and I'm a millennial young person. Sure. He hates both of those things. Sure. So I am shocked. And I was talking about the Pirates, right. who he also hates. Yeah. So I was like... <laughs> no, I, was, I think all things considered, it was, I thought it was fine. Yeah, I, I think it, it ended up pretty yes. pretty well on your behalf. Civil, you gained how many followers from it? Ah, uh, like 20 or something. Hey, but that's, yeah, that's 20 more than you Over had. that 1,500 mark, baby. <laughs> all right, so... Gar, time for your rap review. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, Tony. So, Tony, I just want to warn you. I... I before we do this... Did you cheat and listen to his review? Before no, but I can tell you... Listen, I've known Gar for two years now. I would say I knew Gar... I started to get to know Gar well when we started our podcast or whatever. But after, like, two rappers that I assigned him, I got a decent idea of what kind of music he likes and just his overall personality. I had a very strong feeling, or I have a very strong feeling, that Gar would not like the new Mac Miller. And I just want to warn you, if he does not, don't be offended. That's why I was hesitant to give him his own hands. That's why I was hesitant to assign him this. Yeah. But, Gar, go ahead, give us your rap review. Okay. So I listened to uh, Knock Knock, The Spins, My Favorite Part, Ladders, in 2009. 
And I'll just say Knock Knock and the Spens were fine. I thought I liked them. It's new Mac. Or old no, Mac. Old I'm sorry. Mac. That's old Mac. I like them. I like the Spens. I told him this. I told Noah this. I like the Spens, especially because they used an Empire of the Sun song. Uh, that's a that was like a, I, I explained you know that that's like a vintage Mac old yeah. Mac Miller you, thing you know, he kind found of remix like, type thing yeah and, um I and I I like them a lot um and so I was like okay th- you know good and then my favorite part that's the one with Ariana Grande yeah yeah I was I was hopeful going into that one I was like okay Ariana Grande I like her and it just wasn't good you and, <laughs> <laughs> and then ladders in two thousand nine um, also. I just it ended on a sour note. 2009, if you're a fan of his, 2009 just hits home in a different okay. kind of way. Because okay. he talks about, like, I don't cry. Basically, he's just like, I'm over all of this. Okay. See, I just, But Ladders, you know I, mean? I thought you were liking it. It's, 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 it's sad because he like died, like, two weeks beats. after that song came out. Uh, okay. I thought and, you'd like Ladders for the Beats, because, like, no. it has some crazy, like... <laughs> I knew he wouldn't like... Yeah, really? I just, yeah, I just... I didn't. knew he wouldn't like know. the new... I thought Self Care would have been probably the only song he would like on that album. I didn't, yeah. I didn't like And I didn't think he'd like any th- song on the uh, Divine Feminine. <laughs> um, yeah, Divine Feminine was going to be hard to pick, because that's a lot of slow... Yeah. I was thinking about telling him to do uh, Dang... But like that's like a mainstream one that you probably already heard of. I don't think so. Uh, probably, probably, so. Dang would have been yeah. Dang would have probably been the one. Probably. So, um, well, what's the grade? So the grade is um, again, be fair. Don't be f- I know? Don't don't I, curve I'm, it. Yeah, I'm not curving it. Uh, to be fair, um, to I really did like I like the first two songs, so that helps it out, which is why I'm giving it a C. Average. All right. I'll take it. I'll, um, and honestly, if there was probably one more, if I didn't like, if see, I like two out of five songs. If I only like one out of five, it'd probably be like a C minus or something. But I'll give it a C. Okay. okay. I'll give it a C. So Mac Miller, but a no more. C. That goes along with Drake, Cardi B, and that's it. That matches up with Drake and it's Cardi B. Fucking disrespectful that <laughs> Mac and Cardi B are on the same Cardi level. B, Cardi B, Drake, and Mac Miller are all average. The Wiz Khalifa A minus is just so. <laughs> it's one of to these me. things is not like the other. Yeah. <laughs> no, no B plus is just two Bs. I thought Kid Cudi for sure would have been a B plus. Migos and Kid Cudi are Bs. Yeah, you're really all over the map, <laughs> Tony. You picked Mac Miller. I don't really see. Yeah, there's, yeah, no, you, there's no rhyme or reason to this list. I'm done. I'm done picking rappers. I'm so disappointed. Yeah. All right, let me get to my phone here. I'm gonna pick his next one. Yeah. Oh, I could throw him a curveball here, and I don't know how he would react. Nope, I know what we're doing. Okay. All right. I think. I think he might like this guy. I'm gonna predict a, a B minus for this grade already before I assign it. Okay. Yeah, I want to say if he, if I give any rapper a B minus or above, he likes him. You like that? Yeah, yeah. That should be a that should be a good sign. You should yeah. be happy with that. So. Sorry about that color. <laughs> so this this rapper is very popular uh, for younger crowds. I would say like high schoolers. Probably, like, my little cousin is going to be a sophomore now okay. in Youngstown State, but, like, so a couple years ago when he was, like, a senior in high school, fre- yeah, freshman in college, this is his guy, okay. Lil Uzi Vert. I've never even heard of Lil really? Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert. Lil, or just better known as just Lil, Lil Uzi. Have you ever seen the Vine, uh, not the Vine, but the Twitter video? It's only, like, six seconds. Yes. Yeah, come to the uh, the bus? Yeah, like yes. there's there's kids looking down. A, it's in a school bus, and there's this dude. It's him standing there, and he goes, "It's only I'm, it's only my third day here. I don't know." Just looking at a lollipop, and <laughs> yeah. they're like, asking and like people will be like, 
It, it, like, it'll be like July 3rd. Someone yeah. will be like, someone asked me my thoughts on July. It's only my third day here. I don't know. <laughs> and, like, I it's now. like a really funny... Yeah. But, um, All right, Lil Uzi Vert. Yes. Okay. He has done a lot of work with, with Migos and other stuff. Okay. So my song... Yes, that's okay. why I said. So he is... He's a beats guy. He is okay. a very he big beats guy. He lyrics. sings... Good. So let's see what songs I have of Lil Uzi I'm on thinking my phone. We gotta go. Uh, th- this one right here. XO, XO tour life. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he'll like. The, mm, that's a little. Hang slow. on, hang on, hang on. So his here, here we go. So here's three songs from Love Is Rage Two is his album, but it's L U V okay. is Rage Two. Sauce it up. Sauce it up. As a banger. Mm-hmm. I I really like that song. Uh, the way life goes, I think. Let me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good song. Goes. Yeah, I could see Gar actually liking that one. It, I, um, and then EXO. Yeah. That's his most popular one. Yeah, EXO like tour one. life. I hope you like that one. Uh, tour life. And then tour if life. I have one more recommended one, it's uh, do what I want. Okay. And that's not on the same album, but I guarantee you. There's a famous Russell Westbrook commercial that came out with that in the background mm-hmm. that made that song very popular. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so Lil Uzi Vert. Okay. Uh, he's Sauce he's someone up. I really like listening to him when I run. Put in Money Longer too. Money Longer. That's a good song. Okay. He has another song that's out right now. I know you uh, don't have don't to listen, listen to it. it. You won't like. Oh, that really? You don't like that one? I don't think he would. That you're talking about like saying. Gwen yeah, Paradise. Paradise we be throwing money in a spot. Yeah. He takes a. Uh, you know, we were talking like about how they take old songs. <laughs> yeah, I put that on there. What you know it? how they take, like, uh, old songs from, you know, we said Mac Miller does mm-hmm. that. He did that to a, an old song that I liked in high school, actually. I love Girl, the, I, I love the way you do it. it. Yeah. That song is okay. awesome. I got six songs for this. Okay. So, a little, I mean, you can pick and choose out yeah. of those ones. I'll, I'll try to listen to uh, But, yeah, I think, I think you will like Lil Uzi. Okay. All right, so we are heading now to our Twitter news story of the day. Gar, you've done the ad read, right? I have. Do you want me to do it? No, Tony, okay. have you done the ad read? Did it once, I think. You're doing it again. Sweet. Here we go. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, so who's our Twitter news story brought to you by? It's brought to you by No Negations, and uh, No Negations is a motivational lifestyle and apparel brand. Our mission is to inspire others. To achieve no matter the circumstance, it is easy to quit or give up, especially if the people around us are feeding negativity, like a a C grade of Mac Miller, negativity. The No Negations team wants to be that positive reinforcement in your life. We offer talks and workshops to get your team clients and your customers motivated and inspired. Our team of national and world-class athletes are energetic, impactful motivational speakers, offering insight on perseverance, team building, fitness, and mindset development. So, whether you have a t-shirt, hat, polo, long-sleeve, crew neck, hoodie, or leggings, it should be a reminder that no matter your circumstance, you can overcome if you stay consistent. Visit our website at www.nonegations.com to order apparel and to receive more information on speaking events. Also, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at No Negations. That is who we're brought to you by. All right, and now for our Twitter news story of the day. Clean and... I need you to stop. Hey, listen. 
When look, am I gonna sneeze? I no, sneeze I, listen. I need you <laughs> oh, to gather yeah. it in. I know you're tired. <laughs> Don't, oh yeah. yeah, you haven't. You need to. I need you to gather it in. We need to do a still shot. <sighs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back for another Twitter news story of the day. Uh, <laughs> you good? I'm great. Okay, you good? Okay. So Gar and I are about to fight, but before we do, <laughs> um. Our Twitter news story of the day revolves around Good the most anticipated... That's what I do, Tony. I nice. am able to twist that it all nice. up. Uh, but our Twitter news story of the day revolves around the most anticipated fight of possibly 2019, maybe 2020, depending on how much training time uh, they have. It's not a boxing fight. You could call it maybe MMA. I call it uh, PR, public yeah. relations, just, just getting it out there. <laughs> Justin Bieber calling out Tom Cruise... On Twitter, everyone last night, it's a Sunday night, mm -hmm. your week either just starting or your weekend's winding down, I'm, I'm at home watching Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Final, and scrolling through Twitter, just looking for some updates on the game and whatnot, and all of a sudden I see this tweet that's blowing up, Justin Bieber, who never tweets, uh, do you follow him? I do not follow him, but like, he went on like this tweet spurt on Sunday, I went to his page, and before that, like, he hadn't tweeted in a while. Okay. Uh, and he just calls out Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. um, you have the... Yeah, I got the Yeah, go ahead, Tony. Says, you want to read it verbatim? Uh, 8.34 p.m. on Sunday, he just decided to call out Tom and say, I want to challenge Tom Cruise to a fight in the octagon. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared and you'll never live it down. Who is willing to put on the fight? And then he... Uh, mentioned Dana White, who is the commish for uh, the UFC. So he is straight up challenging Tom Cruise, uh, who Tom Cruise in movies is a pretty tough guy. So he's challenging this tough guy to see if he's really tough in real life. So Gar has some stats that he's going to break down this fight, but beforehand, I just want to say stay woke, because if you look at his Bieber's tweets before and after this, he's plugging new music. Mm -hmm. So that could be what this is for, but... We're going to throw that out the window. So, we're handicapping this fight, boys. Gar's got the stats. What do you got for us, Gar? All right, well, first we got to look at the age, okay? Because that's obviously a big factor when it mm -hmm. comes to fighting. Really, anyone at any point. Uh, Tom Cruise has about 30 years on Justin Bieber. 56 to 25. That would be 31. Thir yeah, I know. I said fact. about 30. You yes. said about 30 would indicate... Okay. Less than 30. I'm just, it was just a, it's just a sentence. 31 it's years. Just, I'm very aware that uh, I can do math. Okay. okay. Anyway. Tension, sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, you would think you'd give the edge to Justin Bieber, obviously, because he's 31 years younger. Is that better? That is a lot better. Thanks. Um, but I would give the edge to Tom Cruise. Experience. Really? Experience. And like you said, he's an action guy in movies. He's, it's not like he's old, you know, he's built, he's still in shape and everything. I mean, 56 isn't young, but he's certainly capable of uh, fighting this little punk-ass kid, Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh, so I'm gosh. taking Tom Cruise. How back. old does a guy have to be before you think that your youth is an advantage? Because I don't think 56 is that number. Like, no. if I found out I was fighting a 60-year-old, I'd be like, okay, I have an advantage. But 60, mid, 65 for me. Mid-50s, that's like dad... Yeah. Grown ass man yeah. strength still. I'm not. I'm not yeah. feeling confident. But okay, let's back up. Fifty six or not. Let's look at what really matters. He is five foot seven. This so that's the height. Small. Yeah. A small man. Well, to me, that's that washes because J J Beebs is only five nine. 
And that's, this is Hollywood a, height. They're both a, probably like five foot yeah, five. Yeah, that's a wash <laughs> for me. That's a wash. Estimated reach, 68 inches to 65 inches. So Beeb's got three inches. Yeah, not I big, mean, again, not a huge show. advantage, so I'm okay with that. And the net worth, well, Tom Cruise has been around a long time. Yeah. This, actually, this number actually surprises me. I'm surprised Justin Bieber is only that compared to that. It just, Tom Cruise, $570 million. Compared to Justin Bieber's two hundred sixty-five million, I'm, I thought Tom Cruise would be more. Yeah. Well, I thought Justin Bieber would be more. Well, Tom Cruise has had three divorces. Okay. So that, that keeps it in perspective. Yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, Top Gun. I think like all these big watch. movies. I like watch. I'll, I'll. I would watch Justin Bieber fight a lot of celebrities, but I think he picked the wrong guy in this one. Really? Maybe, I think he needs to pick like Tony Shalhoub. I think or... he carefully. I he carefully picked Tom Cruise no. in my opinion. No. I think he did. He's making a big mistake. I don't think Tom Cruise could beat you, or I don't think Bieber could take you. Really? Or, yeah. Um, or eh, he might be able to beat me up. Probably. I I think. Do you think you could beat up Justin Bieber? Do I think I could? You're similar. You're no. similar. Similar size. No. If there's someone in dude, this I weigh world, like 160, dude. I'm a. Well, I mean, Tom. So Cru- is he though? He's not that no, big. Tom I mean. Cruise is like. Known for her being real into Scientology. If you're into Scientology, careful. You're, you're gonna get careful. beat up. You're gonna get beat up. Careful. I didn't say that. I, was <laughs> I, like, um, I like Tom Cruise. I'm gonna go down. I took some. So here's my analysis. I have Tom Cruise minus two hundred in this fight. Wow. Yes. That's crazy. Tom Cruise. You want to talk about crazy? Tom Cruise is freaking insane, yeah. dude. He is yeah. insane. From jumping around on couches to his, you know, Jumping dedication to his couches. faith and just, like, have you seen some of his interviews? Look up his lawsuit history. This guy's got a lot of pent-up rage. This guy's got a lot of stuff going on in that brain. Um, he does a lot of his own stunts, also. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know I know that, like, he's not, like, hanging one-handed out of a helicopter when he's filming these, limits, you know, Mission Impossible movies. But when you're in samurai movies... When you're in spy movies, when you're in military movies, you've got to do a lot of fight scenes, which I know it's, it's the cameras make that a lot better than what it really is, but this guy's been in a ton of them. He's been doing fight training and stuff for a while, and I'm sure some of that comes into your mind and sticks in there. Tom Cruise is also way more jacked. I know he's only like 5'7", but I bet you he weighs. I bet he fat. he probably weighs at least thirty more pounds than Biebs. Well, that probably very little body fat too. Yes, mm-hmm. and um, Tom Cruise also has a pretty tough childhood. He went. I read on the Almighty Reliable Source Wikipedia. He went to like fourteen different schools Damn. throughout his entire like childhood wow. through high school. He also was beat by his father, uh, which is like really unfortunate and sad. But like. This dude had a tough upbringing mm. compared to Biebs, who was like, you know, at 11 years old, rapping on YouTube yeah. with freaking Ludacris. Uh, and Biebs, I'm sure Biebs has a lot of pent-up energy and anger as well. The factor really comes down to me is craziness, which Tom Cruise has the advantage, and free time. Free time. Because these both of them are rich. They can hire whoever they want to train them. And they could, if they want to take this serious, it could be a really good fight. Um, but Tom Cruise, I don't know what he's working on right now. Bieber hasn't released music in a while. He just did actually with uh, like Ed, Ed Sheeran. But song. I'm saying like he hasn't dropped an album in oh, a while. No. But and I don't know if he plans to or not. Maybe this is all promotion. I still think Tom Cruise beats the shit out of him. Yeah, I I disagree. I completely disagree. I think Justin Bieber 
Um, youth is a big thing here. I know you said fifty six doesn't isn't that age where no matter what the guy looks like, if he's fifty six, like a fifty six year old actor is different than fighting my dad, who's like fifty three. You know, like an average guy who's in his fifties. No offense, dad, uh, but like an average guy in his fifties who's like maybe works out like once a week or just takes a dog for a walk or something. That's one thing, but like. You gotta stay in shape when you're an actor, man. Like Will Smith, would you mess with him? No. He's in his fifties. Yeah. That dude probably runs every day or yeah, something. But Tom Will Cruise Smith is, the same is thing. probably six four, two hundred something pounds. Tom Cruise I don't is care five about the height. seven. I don't care Bieber's about the not height. a freaking specimen either. Yeah. Bieber's know, literally I like think, uh, this is an easy, easy Tom Cruise pick. Yes, I'm I think so. It. I mean, I Bieber on this if one. It, also if it was boxing, I would think that endurance played a lot more compared to UFC. It's like three, three rounds. Mm-hmm. Like it's just quick, and you're on the ground. You can get your breath a little bit. And again. No UFC fighters. I don't want any smoke. Like, it's is, not easy. I'm just saying. The other thing is Justin Bieber has the pressure of winning this fight. Because he fight called him out. Yeah. He's the one who called him out. Yeah. Tom Cruise, if he loses, it's like, well, okay. I mean, I didn't get called. Tom Cruise will not lose. If Tom Cruise accepts this fight, he will not lose. It's just lose. one of those, it's like the quiet thing. It's like a Kawhi Leonard type of thing. You just keep your mouth shut and you just let your, just let the game be It, it won't, it, it, it won't it'll matter. be it's horrible. It won't happen, but Tom Cruise will yeah. I mean, he he probably would kill Justin Bieber if there was no referee. So we're saying this won't happen, but we have a contender to try to make this happen. Uh, Conor McGregor, right after Bieber, tweeted at Bieber and mentioned the tweet that he you know challenged Cruz and said, if Tom Cruz is man enough to accept this challenge, McGregor Sports and Entertainment will host the bout. Uh, and he's asking if Tom Cruz has the sprouts to fight like he does in movies. Hey, Conor, you got enough sprouts to take on Khabib again? That would be my reply. I mean, I'm sorry. I immediately regret that one. But for real, I mean, like, McGregor... Mark Madden, now what, Conor McGregor. What, what, is, what has McGregor done for us recently, aside from lose his last two... Get knocked out in his last two fights by Mayweather and Habib. Well, and this so, would be the best thing he's ever done yeah, for us. Yeah, for real. I mean, host a, host prop Tom sell, Cruise selling Bieber. a lot of whiskey. I mean, of, of course he gets... In, the place for this is rough and rowdy. Yeah. Barstool Sports. True. Make it happen. I, I don't think they'd be able to handle no, it. No, they don't have the money for that. Yeah, I mean, that's that would be wild. But You know Tom Cruise is asking for a lot of money to get in a ring against a 25-year-old. I think Tom Cruise does this for free. No way. I think you don't understand how insane this guy is. He was, I really don't think he would do it for clout. He would do it. I don't think he'd do it for clout. I think he'd walk in there and, like, his last samurai kimono just... Go in and just knock him out like thirty seconds, and it would be over. And then Bieber's, you know, I I, I don't know. I'm betting heavy on Bieber. Better payout too if he's the underdog. <laughs> All right, there we go. So <laughs> be sure to comment who you think would win, Bieber, be, not Bieber, Bieber, Bieber or Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise or a Bieber. Yes, or a Bieber, a Bieber, Bieber. It's Tom Cruise. It is. It is. Hey, Gar, before this video ends, I just want to apologize don't. for the passive-aggressive <laughs> anger. I've, I've, don't apologize? No, because I couldn't care less, dude. It's fine. I'm not oh, mad. I thought you were saying shove it. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, let's wrap it up, fellas. We'll start off with Tony's two cents. Tony, what do you got? Uh, my two cents. So we found out Sunday night that uh, Big Poppy Ortiz. What a night Sunday night was. Yeah, Stanley Cup night. Finals. Bieber, Bieber, Tom Cruise, yes. and then Big Poppy Ortiz was shot uh, in the Dominican Republic by a man trying to rob him. Uh, which so, is not true. Which you not see, true? Oh, if you see the video, yeah, not I'm, a robbery. That was a hit. Like that uh, was like a. He was going out to get him. Yeah, like he was like 
Point blank, just shot him from behind and then ran away. Didn't even try to steal anything? No, nothing. He, Ortiz was just eating dinner with friends. So, yeah, luckily Ortiz is okay in stable condition. Um, you know, when this podcast comes out, it might even change. He might be out of the hospital. But he uh, was shot. The guy who shot him, they caught him. And uh, there's a video of just people standing around this guy, just beating the hell out of this guy. And usually, you know, it's kind of inhumane to, like, enjoy that. But, like, for my two cents of the day, good job to those dudes just kicking the hell out of that guy. For this random Dominican to, like, go up to one of the most popular Dominicans in the Dominican Republic, arguably. You could make an argument that Big Poppy is the most popular Dominican. Uh, And probably the whole, like... Locals love him. Like that is their he's a hero. guy. Yeah, he's a he's their hero. He's still he's Boston's hero as well. But uh, for them to stand up for him and beat the crap out of him, I know that doesn't take away the gunshot wound he has in his back. But um, I'm just shout out to those dudes that stood up for him and beat the living hell out of the guy and screw the guy that that did that. You know what would guarantee a Boston Bruins win if if Big Poppy comes out. Up. Yep. Or, or if no one talks about it and Ortiz, out of nowhere, we all think he's still in the hospital. Oh my shows up with a Boston rolls, Strong. Roll, rolls up in a wheelchair and a Bruins jersey. Yep. I, I, would, I mean, I would, I would, I would bet. If I'm the Blues, I don't even I don't even play. I, would bet, I would bet, I would bet my fucking kidney. Yeah. I would bet. Bruins by a I would bet my rent for the remainder of my lease in my apartment. I'm dead serious. I would bet every dime I had yeah. on the Bruins yeah. after... Big Pop, this is our fucking city. You ever see that video yeah. where he said that after the Boston Here's my Marathon thing, too. Bombers? Like, if you're Big Poppy, I know your home is the Dominican Republic. You almost have to not go there anymore. No, I think you just... No, I mean... You just gotta go there go protected. There. I would just stay living in Boston. That's where you I mean, love. that's easy to say, but, like... No one's gonna come after you there. I mean, people go on vacation in the Dominican all the time. I think it's just... You just need to be... Protected, I yeah. think. I mean, that's uh, what that's just, what's cool about David Ortiz is he's a man of the people, a friendly guy from everything you saw on Twitter. I, I mean, every single person. I don't know one person who really doesn't like David Ortiz. Um, the guy who shot him. Oh, yeah. Okay, that guy. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, very well-loved dude, and he was a man of the people. Like, he was just eating dinner in this restaurant yeah. with everyone else. Like, he didn't have a VIP table. You know, he was very accessible. I don't know if you can if you can go back to the Dominican, but you can't you can't be like that anymore. Yeah. Like yeah. I and mean, it sucks that you have to let fear dictate that, but I don't know. It's just sad for him, man. You hate to see that for anyone, especially a good guy like David Ortiz. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I want to bring this up or not. Was this guy trying to Was this guy trying to kill David Ortiz? I'd imagine. Okay, then why not go for the head? Like I'm not I'm not trying to be weird about this. But something, I, like I don't know, and maybe we don't we don't have to talk about. I this mean, John Lennon wasn't shot in the head. Okay, but this guy—if you see the video, this guy walks right up behind him, and I'm just—I don't know. It just popped in my head. We don't have to talk about. I it. Bet no, you, I mean, I bet you, I bet you, that's why well, the you, story broke that they thought it was a robbery because if it was a hit to kill him, like you said, they—if you're going to kill this someone, is coming from someone who shot approximately zero people with yeah, actual I, guns. Um, yeah, I'm the same way. Same. Yes, same. Uh, <laughs> but I would imagine I all of us that dude way. looked like he was younger, like in his uh, early twenties. Yeah, right. Probably nervous. I mean, sure. that's probably the most famous person he's ever been around. And knowing that what he was about to do, you're just getting, you're you know, quick. you're, you're just going, going quick. quick. You're, you're right. shooting from you're the right. hip. And so I that would and be I don't why. I make that my comments seem like I'm 
make you're take rooting for yeah. it. Well, yeah. no, I'm yeah, you're I'm not making this a light it. story or anything like that, or joking around or anything like that. But I, I just it, it crossed my mind for some reason. I, I mean, a lot. Yeah, a lot of people. Who who, but you're right. I think yeah. nerves, all that stuff. Who knows? And you got to be quick. You're right. So. I'm get better, out. get better, big yeah, poppy. I'm glad he's gonna be okay. It sure, it seems like he's gonna be stable. Jeez, oh man, you yeah. need to give your your helping hands to big poppy. <laughs> yeah, helping well. hands to uh, big poppy. My hands to mad uh, to mad bum. Mad bum. One clutch Madison World Bumgarner. Series hero to another. Dude, I like this guy. I do. I think when he's on the mound and when he's at the top of his game, few pitchers are more fun to watch. And when he uh, when he was. Going through the Royals in 2014, dude was a beast. Didn't like him 2012 so much, but that's another story. Yikes. Um, I didn't like him in 2014. Well, yeah, well, there exactly. you go. See, yeah. A lot of teams affected by the, the magic of the even-year Giants. But when he, he's making a habit out of this, he is bitching. He bitches all the time. Anytime someone hits a home run off of him and they take a second or two to look at it. I, I mean, this is just like an old man type of argument. I... Couldn't care less if you take 45 minutes to watch that home run. You, 45. You, you want to do a bat flip? Yeah, really. You want to do a bat flip? You want to just sit in the batter's box for a while, take a look at it till it lands? By all means, you do that, especially against a guy like Bumgarner, who's a Hall of Fame pitcher. Okay? Bumgarner needs to shut the hell up and strike the guy out or get the guy out if he doesn't want him, uh, you know, pimping. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know it sucks. It's idiotic. It's so annoying. And I, it's one thing to slam your glove. It's one thing to just be upset at yourself. Or even upset, you know, you can be upset at the guy but just not say anything. But when you're barking at him or whatever for enjoying a home run, it's too much. Did I'm, you hear his comment? I was going to say, I'm all about Max Munchie's comment The guy's comment coming back, back yeah. Well, if he's, if, yeah. you know, he's going to get mad at me, why don't you go grab That's what he, he yelled it. He yeah. said, why don't you, yeah. Yeah. If you want me to run faster, go get the ball. If you don't want me to stop looking at the ball, go grab it out of the ocean. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. all-time burn. Yeah. Um, great, great What comeback. sucks is this game was a final of one to nothing. So that was it. Like, Bumgarner went yeah. seven innings, allowed four hits. Well, and, I mean, this is cool for many reasons, though. Uh, I'm, I'm all about, yeah, let the kids play, bat flips everything. Yeah. I mean, I never thought I'd buy, buy another current-day athlete's jersey, but I'm, like, this close to buying a Tim Anderson jersey. Yeah, that dude he, plays the game so with so much swagger. I yeah. freaking love it. Uh, so, I like the move on both ends here. And I normally, yeah, it's annoying, especially when broadcasters get on their soapbox and yell about this stuff. But Madison Bumgarner fits this profile. I mean, he's the old school guy. He, you know, rides his the, dirt yeah, bikes the, and... Dirt bikes and tractors. Yeah, and tractors, and he, he, like, saved a baby, whatever, like, cow's life or something, a baby horse's yeah. life, and he's just his old school, humble, oh, hard yeah. worker, yeah. nine to five. Just, yeah, like, I, don't know. I get that, like, man. So I get I get where he's coming from. I, I love the dynamic of this beef. Not only because it's between a young player and an old player, an up-and-coming star, an established Hall of Famer. It's also a rivalry. Yeah. Dodgers, Giants, I mean, people literally die uh, in this rivalry, yeah, like yeah. fans and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of bad blood. I, I, I love everything about it. Aside from the death, just in this instance, right. I love everything about this confrontation. I wish they would have went to blows. I love Max Muncy too. Calling him, bringing it, him. It, like, it would have been over. really easy for someone to just kind of back down to Bum Gardner just because of his resume. And I mean, it's an intimidating dude. Mm-hmm. Like that's a badass guy right there. But shout out Max Muncy for standing his ground, saying Nah, man. And shout out to Bum Gardner for not plunking him. 
the next yeah. time too. Yeah. You you had your you had your words. Get them out with your fastball. You know. I'm yeah. I'm done with the old school BS. Yeah, I am too. For the I, most part, I like, like this confrontation. We're talking though. about baseball like dying off, and they're trying to find ways. They need players to be more flashy on social media. They need mm-hmm. more personalities. Well, the old school way is not going to bring out nope. personalities from these baseball players. So for someone who's giving personality, pimping a home run, like the the Bautista bat flip, yeah. uh, when, how, how many years ago was that? No one's going to forget about yeah. that. No one will forget about that moment because he flipped the bat. It was a huge moment. Mm-hmm. And that's more. they need more of that. Just having a guy hit a home run and act like he's done it all the time and like be boring about it or a big strikeout happen and the pitcher just walk off the mound like he does it all the time. That's boring. That's old school and boring. I think they need to get rid of that. I agree for the most part. Final comment, though, would be if you have a problem with it as a pitcher, handle it exactly like Madison Butler. Like, yell at him right then and there. Mm -hmm. Cause a big scene because that's personality, too. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Don't be a pussy and just say, okay, I'm going to hit you. Yeah, don't hit him next. Yeah, that's old school. If you have a problem with it, walk up to him on the base pass and, like, throw your glove at him and say, get running. Like, that would be my way to handle it. All right. We'll wrap it up. Noah's no doubters. I am the definition of an average. Better. Yeah, better right now. 35-35-1 on the season. That's crazy. We're going to go two money lines. Again, very hard to handicap baseball when there are literally no lines out. I'm just picking teams. I'm trying to pick underdogs. Rangers money line. Uh, Rangers, one of the hottest teams in baseball right now. Yeah. Hitting hitting the ball well, and uh, I'm a big fan of... Odor stole home straight crazy, up last yeah. night. That was dope. When's the last time that's happened? Uh, it happens yeah, once or twice every think. year. Yeah, really? yeah. You you think it would? But they're taking on the Red Sox. Uh, looks like the Red Sox got a rookie on the hill. So while they're in Fenway, uh, I like I like uh, the Rangers. We're gonna ride this wave to be the surprise team in the American League this year. Uh, and speaking of American League teams, we're gonna go with Gar's team. The Detroit Tigers, their best pitcher on the hill right now, Spencer Turnbull, three and five, three oh one earn run average, and he's taking on a Royals team that's not great. That's I don't even know one of like the two teams that's worse. I don't even know if the Royals will be favorites. Most of the time in baseball, the home team is the favorite, but I would imagine that the Tigers will be probably like minus one fifty, maybe in this one. Maybe it's worse. I don't know. So those are my picks. Ride with them. <laughs> Ride with you'll them. probably. Get one, one right one. and lose one. So that's how we go. Guys, final thoughts. Gar's itching to get out of here. No. What do you got going on today? I'm meeting, uh, meeting an old friend. Old friend? Is Ooh. that a lady friend? It's not a Oh. Final thoughts. I'm meeting an old friend. He's like 90. He's 90, 90. years old. I've only been friends with him for a few days. Right. So he's friend. an old. He's an old I see what you get. I see where Is he really going. old? No, no, he was joking about uh, that. I mean, sometimes, sometimes. Gar has a very old man type of personality. <laughs> Don't you think, like, you, I could, no, no, not boring. I could see <laughs> you sitting around. around. I could see you sitting around and, like, just having wonderful conversations with old people, like talking about presidents. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm reading a uh, book on presidents right now, Presidential Rankings. It's a there good you book. Go. Nice. So, <laughs> more knowledge. By the way. <laughs> How sarcastic were those two comments? Right? Yeah, <laughs> neat. Uh, neat. Nice, great. For all the ladies looking uh, to get Gar's phone number, we're just going to say it on the podcast <laughs> right now. 412-901. Just kidding. No, go for it. I don't fucking care. Oh, wow. I mean, who's gonna, I mean, who's going to call? 412 901 That's Gar's phone number. Yeah. Yeah. Make his hotline bling. Hit him up. 
I cannot believe you just said it was okay to do I that. I mean, no one's going to actually call. You never know. And I'm not going to answer any... any hey, I can't wait to give number, this speech at Gar's wedding any yeah. number, five years from yeah, now. And, really. he, used, any, it, and any, he would say on his vows, used to call me on my cell phone. Yeah, exactly. His one drink one lyric. Drink line. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They'll no, be walking I down used, the aisle to Lil Uzi. I, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, no, I mean, I don't answer any calls that I don't recognize the number. So. Same, I'm the same way. So I just, if it goes, oh, to, if do. they leave a voicemail... They, they leave a voicemail, it's important they want you. Well, what if it's your Uber? Okay, well, then if I'm expecting... If you don't know that number... If okay. I'm expecting a Uber? random number, yeah, then, like, then I'll answer what if it. It's, what if it's your dad and he's lost and no. he doesn't have time to leave well, a voicemail? He'll leave, he'll leave no, a voicemail voice voice if he's lost. And then you call him dead. back in two minutes. <laughs> and he's using someone else's phone. And he'll he leave, leave a voicemail voice and you call him back. And then I'll immediately call, call back, back and he's, in a minute. Tony, it's yeah. your dad's emergency. Yeah. Bam, call. All right, so just send Gar pics. All right, Tony, <laughs> final thoughts. Don't send pics. Send, not naked pics, just any, send Michael Gar no. random photos <laughs> just throughout the entire week, and we will talk about what, what he received. He so let me pull up his number again real quick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Since he's fine with me telling everyone, 412-901-4257, send Michael Gar random photos, not, I'm not saying naked photos, I'm not even saying photos of yourself, just random photos, and we will discuss which ones he got. Uh, Tony, final thoughts? Uh, it's good to be back off the one-game suspension. We seem to be getting suspended often yeah. uh, recently. I'm a no-holds-barred commissioner. Yeah. You know? I like that. You're, I like it, and I, I do like, you know... The, I'm waiting for my suspension. You almost had one. You were very close. We almost did a Memorial, Memorial Day, Day? Yeah, yeah, I don't know why you didn't. We, we, we had family things. Okay. It family things. Yeah. All right. Memorial Day, family fa- things. Family Both now. of you worked on Memorial Day, didn't you? Yeah. I did not. Oh. I did. Right. It's a Monday. Monday night. Yeah. I work. I don't work on Mondays. Okay. Good final thought. Good final thought. Gar, final thoughts? <laughs> Just be nice if you actually end up sending me something. Don't. And don't. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because it's weird. Why do you want to, why does anyone want to text me? That's weird. I'm not, a, I'm not a personable guy. I'm not a freak. I don't so have our, a good personality. Our, just listen to my podcast. Our cold segment for uh, next this show is isn't really going to work. I cannot <laughs> wait for this. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at UandoPod. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like we said before, underpaid and overrated. Uh, and just keep up the support, spread the word, and send Gar photos. We'll see you next time.